Welcome to Little Things, your weekly friend meet cute with me, Coastly Cummings. It's cozy time. Hi, welcome back. Thanks so much for listening. I'm going to share at the very top of the show today where you can follow Little Things. I've been putting that at the end, but I think I'll start sharing at the beginning. You can follow along on Instagram at Paul Little Things. You can follow on Facebook at Paul Little Things. We have a private Facebook group where we talk about stuff. Um, you can ask any questions, get help from other people, whatever, talk about things from the show, anything you want. It's a really nice little community. And I also write a weekly newsletter. If you're in North America, you get it on early Sunday morning. If you live by me or in my somewhat in my time zone in Asia, then you would get it late Sunday night. And I write about that's more personal. That's more, you know, my experiences living here in Korea, um, kind of funny experiences I have, things I'm noticing, that kind of thing. Um, but I love writing those, so please subscribe. It's free. And let's see, I'm on Twitter too, at Paul Little Things, if you want to follow along there. But thanks so much for all the support. Um, I'm not super active on Instagram at Paul Little Things. Um, I'm the one that manages that. But I do you know, post new episodes and apparently frog memes. Uh, I don't, I don't know what's happening there, but I'm really into frog memes. So there's a philosophical looking frogs saying certain things on our, (laughs) on Instagram. I don't know. Um, So I'm excited for today's show. It's a little bit, I mean, this is always casual and I think the podcast over time has gotten more and more casual as I realized that maybe necessarily writing out episodes is doesn't it doesn't make a huge difference so and I like it to be a little more spur of the moment but I I think the jumping off point today is the newsletter that I published this last Sunday just a couple days ago was about this embarrassing experience that I had going into a Gucci store for the first time and (laughs) there's been so many fun like comments on you know kind of what that what I talk about and how embarrassing of an experience that was for me also just kind of insightful so so if you haven't read the newsletter article you can go to coastly.substack.com and read it it's also on our Facebook group a link there but basically I'll just give a quick rundown that what happened was an evening recently um, after a day with all my kids I like left the house at six and I walked to the mall yes I can walk to the mall here it's very close and I walked very fast so I was a little bit sweaty I hadn't combed my hair for day I realized I just don't actually comb my hair all that much um but anyway I was not dressed up in any sort of way okay but then I wander I always enter the mall through the Marriott Hotel, which is in the front of the the mall. And then I go through the designer area because I think it's so fun to see all the stores. But I never go in any of the stores. There's often like lines, they really limit the number of people into the stores because of COVID right now. And to get into the mall, you have to take a temperature check and check with a QR code, use hand sanitizer, whatever. But going into these high-end stores, you also do temperature checks. And then again, like they only let a few people in at a time. So... But I've been very curious about Gucci bags 
and I think they're kind of fun. And I didn't know if the store had more than just bags. I really wanted to see like clothes. Um, it turns out they didn't have clothes. I went in in my slightly dirty jeans and t-shirt and old running shoes and slightly stained tote bag and realized pretty quick that this was going to be a much more intense shopping experience that I'm used to. Like I, I like to browse. I like vintage stuff. I like new stuff too, but I love like the hunt of shopping. I love online shopping. I try to be more careful about what I buy, whatever that means. But I wandered into Gucci feeling kind of brave. And then the guy there, well, here they kind of just stand by you when you're shopping. It's just like a cultural thing, I think. So that's been a weird adjustment. Like I was like, oh, they think I'm going to steal something? They're like right next to me. It's kind of uncomfortable. Um, but I think in Gucci, they just have someone that kind of stays by you to help you, right? It's like a nice store. Uh, but doesn't, if you know you're not going to buy a 3000 so also Gucci bags are more expensive here because of the import tax. So yeah, like they're quite a bit more expensive. Anyway, I was like, I'm not, I, I knew I just was looking. I was just curious. I'm not in the market for a Gucci bag. Okay. <laughs> just wanted to look. But when you go into these stores, what I'm realizing is that it feels there's like an expectation there of like what the person should be wearing or saying or acting like while they're in this high-end store. So at least that's what I perceived and felt. And like I tried on one of the bags because the because I felt pressured to. I was like, try it on. What? Like it's just it's just a purse. I mean, I get that you want to see what it looks like and stuff. I can see what it looks like. I know it'll be, it's like a lovely bag, right? Um, it, yeah, I don't know. The, the the guy that was working there like kind of laughed at me. He was like, oh, like because clearly I was super dressed down, you know, and I said, and he spoke some English. So I was like, I was like, I think it's really different in America. Like you like people don't dress up as much to go to the mall. Like sometimes I would do that or like go shopping. Sure, it's fun, but like it's not a requirement. And I think it's more of a, like my mom will dress up more to go shopping and stuff. And I always like when I do that, when I choose to do that, then I feel nice while I'm shopping or whatever, but I don't always do that or don't have time and don't prioritize that. So, but I think it's really different here. And I think people really do get like really ready to go shopping. And especially at like designer store shopping then everyone else in the store was like really dressed up and yeah uh so anyway i got pretty sweaty in that store i left empty-handed i was not excited I, I they didn't have as much to look at as i thought um even in terms of bags i just like wanted to see something crazy like I, gucci's kind of known for you know, they have some really cool textiles and patterns, like the inside of the bag, like nothing I saw was like really cool um, or like that interesting. I just wanted to understand why a bag could be that much money and what could make a bag worth that much money or like, what does it mean? And then I left and I just like, I, it. I, I 
didn't care about being a little bit embarrassed. Like, that's fine. I don't really care. But I couldn't stop thinking about what, like, why did this Gucci store and these bags, like, make me feel anything? I mean, I know I have a little bit of understanding of branding and I've worked in branding on the marketing side and like I understand somewhat of it, but like it was really weird being so affected. It just made me ask all these questions like, and I have, you know, I know people that have Gucci. It's like not a big deal. Like I think it's great that people have nice bags. Like I have no qualms about that and I think it's fantastic and I would love to have a nice bag. I don't know if it's a Gucci bag, but like a nice bag. I feel like I'm a little bit older now and I very rarely feel super pulled together and like always having a bag that looks nice would be great. It would be great. But for me, I just, I can't seem to feel like so casual about it. And it's not just the money thing. It's the, it's like, I don't know. I wrote about it more on my newsletter, but like, it's just weird how it made me feel so uncomfortable or like confused or like maybe there's a deeper meaning if you carry a Gucci bag or like what kind of person are you or what kind of woman are you if you have a Gucci thing or a Chloe thing or a Chanel thing or a Hermes thing item or I don't know. It was, it was super interesting to me. So when I shared the newsletter, then I shared it on Facebook and I got some really fun comments that I wanted to share. One of them, I'll just kind of share a couple. One of them, and this is from Sally. Um, she said, I used to work as a personal assistant for a wealthy couple in Sydney, Australia, and part of my job involved shopping in some very expensive boutiques for my bosses. I remember being horribly embarrassed the first time I pulled out my cheap wallet to pay for something in Chanel. I was so worried that the shop assistant would look down on me that I kept it hidden below the counter so they, so she couldn't see it. Then I realized how silly that was, and I definitely felt more confident, even if I didn't look the part. I became a regular at Louis Vuitton for my bosses, and the staff were all very friendly and knew me well, but the other customers were something else. There were several times when I, when usually other pe- older people complained that I was being helped ahead of them when clearly I didn't even belong in the store. It was daunting at first, but I soon learned that most people working in high-end retail really don't care what you're wearing. Well, apart from at Hermes, I hated going in there because the staff were horrible and definitely looked down on me. Sally, thank you so much for this comment. And um, it just made me laugh. It brought back this super vivid memory from being 21 years old, 20, 21 years old and my first job out of college was a little bit something similar to this. I, I actually couldn't find a job as an English major and it was 2008. It was the recession and we were living in Southern California and I found a personal assistant job for um, somebody who ran like an online company. And so I would like sometimes watch his kids, but mostly I just ran errands around LA that he didn't want to. And I would like drop off checks at the bank and go pick up flowerless chocolate cake or chicken burgers. Um, <laughs> or like sit with his wife when his two kids um, kind of help his wife when they went to like a kid's play area or but one time and it's just like this story like one time I had to go I think it was like a Neiman Marcus like I had never been to a Neiman Marcus in my life like the nicest store was probably at, it, at that age I, I um 
it was probably like Nordstrom or something that the nicest, you know, store I'd been to. So I had to go to, he wanted Tom Ford cologne. So I drove across the city. I think it was in Hollywood, but I can't remember exactly. And went and bought this cologne for him that was like a few hundred dollars. And he had given me cash to buy it because he knew like I couldn't just like expect he couldn't expect me to pay it for it and then him pay me back because I like didn't we didn't have any money we were like newly married we had no money (laughs) um so I buy this Tom Ford clone but like I just remember walking in and just being like blown away I just never been in a store that felt like that and there were a bunch of high-end stores it was like an Marcus. so anyway it was a really eye-opening experience that some people bought cologne that expensive and it just kind of it was I was totally embarrassed and ashamed and like some of the other comments they share that it's like I don't want to feel like that but that is how I felt Roxanne shares an experience um from living in New York City she said I would wander around on my lunch break and have that moment of oh I don't belong here I remember being cold one day at work in Soho and running over to Forever 21 to buy a cheap sweater. On the way back, I wandered into Prada because they had the most amazing architectural interior. And the second I walked in, all eyes were following me and my bright neon yellow Forever 21 bag. I felt so ashamed and later felt ashamed that I felt ashamed. So dumb. Um, uh, The crazy thing about this is that I used to work the street that she's mentioning, Broadway and Soho in New York City. I used to work on that street just for a summer. The first summer we lived in New York City, my husband was doing a design internship and I just worked as much as I could so we could afford to live there. And I worked at a Zara in Soho. That Zara that's in Soho, I don't think it's there anymore. It went out of, um, it moved locations or went out of business, at least that location. And I never got brave enough to go into that product. So like her saying, oh, she went into it. I was like, oh, wow, that's so brave. I was like, so scared to go I like couldn't even go into the Armani exchange next door I could only go into like Uniqlo and like Mango I just like couldn't I couldn't do it I felt too intimidated um and then someone else a friend shared that in Vietnam his wife he was saying he always feels awkward walking into these stores um getting asked what you're looking for even when his wife owns some of these bags and they even didn't let him in once because in Vietnam, the store agents always treat the foreigners better, which is really sad. Um, but I appreciated him weighing in. And then Jenea mentions that there's a research study done that dressing down, so basically nonconformity, may signify higher status in some scenarios, like luxury retail shopping. So who knows? Maybe the... the the guy at the shop was laughing but was like oh she's secretly a billionaire she just she's just so she's just gonna buy so many bags that she's loving wearing these old dirty nikes in the store um and then jeanette commented on the facebook group and said that she doesn't have any experiences with high-end shopping but she had to comment because She said, when I first discovered that people have safes for their purses, I was almost nauseated. I guess if I ever started collecting expensive purses, I'd want a safe, but I just cannot see them as something of value. I thought that was interesting. 
anyway, I loved hearing people's reactions and people's reactions that are both totally comfortable in a Gucci store and people that aren't. It just is fascinating to me that something that really is just a purse because of the brand and the stories that are told around that purse and what it means and what the symbols on it mean that like we can have these like emotional reactions to it. It's totally fascinating to me. If you have any Gucci stories, good or bad or neutral, or you want to say anything about high-end shopping or bags, please email me at coastly at pod little thing. No, coastly at little things podcast.com. Or you can DM me on Instagram at pod little things. And I would love to share your comments on a future episode. Maybe we can keep talking about this. It's just super fascinating to me. As always, thanks for listening. We'll see you back next week. Follow along at Paul Little Things on Instagram, Twitter, and on Facebook. Have a good week. Bye.